0: Welcome to the Data Points Podcast, created by the Bloomberg Center for Government Excellence at Johns Hopkins University. In this podcast, we explore the ways the public sector is using data to understand complex issues, engage residents, and ultimately improve quality of life, particularly for underserved communities. My name is Jackie Greif, and I'm the Research Program Manager here at GovEx. In this role, I lead research projects to generate an evidence base for the work of our center, and I also work directly with cities on opportunities to utilize data practices to better serve citizens. Today, we're taking a look at the Baltimore Data Academy, a new data literacy initiative led by the Scott Administration in partnership with GovEx. This program seeks to support and develop the data knowledge and use skill sets of Baltimore City staff by supplying training resources catered to staff across the city, regardless of existing data knowledge or training. The Data Academy is part of Mayor Scott's work to build a data-driven workforce and to increase the use of data in decision-making throughout the city. Today, we're joined by Justin Elsatz, the Chief Data Officer for the City of Baltimore, and a longtime champion of GovEx partnerships with the city. Thanks for being here today.
1: Thanks, Jackie, happy to be here.
0: So could you start us off and just tell us a little bit about your role in the city?
1: Sure, uh, so my role as chief data officer really comprises kind of three buckets or areas. I, I sit in the mayor's office under our city administrator and I would say kind of the three components of the role are you know, improving operations through analytics, data governance, so policies on how we use data, and capacity building. So that's partly why we're here today, is to talk about our, our Baltimore Data Academy and how we can kind of improve the data maturity of the, of the you know, entire city workforce.
0: Great, thank you so much. We're excited to dig into that. I want to pick up on something that you mentioned, which is that your role sits within the mayor's office. And I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit about the rationale behind that and the importance of centralizing data work within city governments.
1: Yeah, it's a great question, and I think not just cities, but governments of all at, at all levels um, and organizations in general, kind of vary on where where the CDO role sits, what their mission is. For Baltimore, you know, Mayor Scott was really intentional about where that position is because he had such vision for how he wanted to incorporate data into his decision making, into his administration, how he runs, you know, and, and governs. Uh, uh, the city. So the city for a long time has had a chief data officer role. That role was previously in Baltimore City Information and Technology, or BSIT, or um, our, our IT agency. And so the role used to report to the chief information officer. the The scope of the role then was, you know, partly data governance for sure, but also managing a lot of their data infrastructure that sits behind a lot of the city's applications. And so, as you can imagine, the city has a lot of applications to run. There's a lot of infrastructure or a lot of databases that need to be maintained. And in order to make the role a little bit more strategic, Mayor Scott brought the role about two years ago, really, when I took over the role into the mayor's office. Like I said, it's very intentional with, with, with the intent of making data a more prominent role, having someone at the executive level who can kind of champion data and make sure that it's being used to to really drive decisions. And can be a little bit forward thinking even in, in mm. how we integrate data into our operations.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm also curious, before we dive completely into the Data Academy work specifically, obviously, you and I have had a chance to work together across a number of different uh, projects and programs. And the relationship between Baltimore City and our uh, center, the Center for Government Excellence, goes back you know even before that. So uh, I'd love to just have you comment briefly on the city's relationship to GovX, any of the history as relevant to this conversation, I guess.
1: Yeah, we're really lucky. I mean, first of all, to have Center for Government Excellence right here in our backyard. It makes for a really close partnership, makes it really easy for me to call up folks like yourself and others in the GovX team for for advice and guidance. And yeah, the the partnership definitely extends, you know, it even predates me. Um, Mm -hmm. I came in city government coming up on six years ago with the innovation team that was also funded by Bloomberg Philanthropies. At that time, I wasn't really involved with the Center for Excellence Partnership much. You know, we were supported kind of by the the innovation team program, but eventually I took on a role as deputy director for CityStat. And I think that's where, at least for me personally, the. The relationship really started to grow originally with Tiffany Davis sitting side by side. I remember having sessions with her designing CleanStat, so a new framework that we were kind of developing for then. I think it was Mayor Mayor Young when we were we were kind of reframing that. So that would have been I mean 2019. So really, it's been about four years where I've really had this kind of close partnership, and we've just benefited so much from you know all of the performance management expertise. Yes, Baltimore has CityStat, really the. Founder of bringing that kind of data-driven government operations model in, into city government. Since then, both CityStat internally, but also the performance management world in, in general, has evolved. New best pr- practices have emerged. So it's it's really been to our benefit to have to have a, the center right here in our backyard at Johns Hopkins.
0: Wonderful. And we obviously really value the relationship as well and the ability to work so closely with the city and to work with innovators like yourself who are trying to drive this work forward and are trying to really bring the work of city governments and the work of using data to inform decision-making forward in, in really interesting ways. We are here today to particularly discuss one of those innovative projects, the Baltimore Data Academy. And I'd love for you to just tell us a bit about what is the Baltimore Data Academy? What are its goals?
1: Sure. As the Scott administration started, Mayor Scott launched his action plan. One of the actions that we committed to, and really this was kind of, you know, part of his vision, was to creating a, a data training program. Right off the bat, we kind of had executive buy-in and, and leadership with a vision that that saw the need for broader data skills kind of throughout the organization. That really is the goal, is to improve the the city's kind of data maturity levels, data literacy, and really to have, you know, data shouldn't be centralized where, like, the mayor's office is, is the keeper of the data and really that kind of power. Data is for everyone to be able to interpret and improve their lives, improve their work. That's what we wanted to make the Data Academy about, was not just, yes, improving efficiency for for government operations, but also just improving you know our city employees' lives and our residents' understanding the role of, of data.
0: Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So break it down for me. When we say a Data Academy, what is that? What does that look like? What is it comprised of? If we could get a bit technical just for a minute.
1: Sure, sure. First off, just to say we were really intentional about the audience for this. Of course, we have data analysts and data scientists who are always interested in learning kind of the next technology or the next tool or methodology to improve their work. And to be sure we, we want to support them, we want to help find training opportunities for them but we were kind of intentional about starting Data Academy, focusing in on folks who haven't had those kinds of opportunities previously. You know, our frontline workers, whether it's mechanics and Department of General Services, contact tracers, sanitation workers, the kind of folks who who come in and and really are day-to-day doing Mm -hmm. the, the work of the city and helping them to understand why data quality is important, why we track certain things the way we track them, or even just to understand in their day-to-day lives how data plays a role. What data are? What do we mean by data? Mm. And so we we saw it as an opportunity to really kind of support the broader workforce, and particularly those who hadn't had as many training and educational opportunities. And what that looks like in practice is yes, it's an it's an online program. Do at your own pace. The courses each take you know a total of four to eight hours to complete. The first two courses that we implemented one was foundations of data literacy, which is definitely the one I was talking about, which is much more geared towards folks who have little or no kind of data Mm -hmm. literacy or or understanding of data. The other one was interpreting data with greater accuracy and insight. This is about giving folks who maybe have spreadsheets or maybe are tracking certain things in in their own work, the ability to use those kinds of spreadsheets and start to tease out insights or turn that into summaries or knowledge that can Mm -hmm. be used to, to drive their decisions. So again, focusing on folks who maybe have some basic data literacy, but aren't thinking in terms of what information and what knowledge they can extract from from some of those data. We were also really deliberate about integrating the courses with the city's learning management system. We had just made the transition to Workday as an enterprise resource planning platform. So all of our human resources, all of our finance information and workflows are all contained in Workday. We felt strongly about integrating it with Workday to ensure that the folks that are taking these courses receive quote unquote official credit for Mm. completing these courses. It can help signal to their managers and others that maybe they're ready for another opportunity, that it it helps them make the case for promotion or a raise. So that that was definitely from the the planning stages, we knew we wanted it kind of official and integrated with the city's learning platform.
0: Wonderful. So city employees can go in as they would to take any other required training and they can find these courses there as well.
1: That's right. Workday learning is the learning management module within Workday. And right. So, you know, if if they're logging in to see courses on conflict management or business improvement, we felt strongly that this ought to be kind of prominent there, featured there and yeah, fully integrated.
0: Mm, Excellent. So you've talked a bit about this being a priority that was put forth by Mayor Scott as part of his action plan and the idea of really having data skills be something that can be broadly seen throughout all different levels of city staff and having individuals recognize their own role in the data life cycle. How did you determine what the courses should be, what the needs were among different kinds of staff or different groups of staff?
1: Yeah, great question. It was a combination of ways we went about kind of designing what the course curriculum ought to be. First was a survey of data practices that Center of Government Excellence helped us with. That kind of at a high level, I think identified where the city is strong in some of our data practices, things like analytics and performance management, and where we're not so great. So things like communicating with data, communicating you know, not just externally, but also internally. So that was a starting point and definitely identified strengths and weaknesses in in some of our data practices. Definitely did a a bit of a listening tour. So Mm -hmm. talking to to agency heads, other subject matter experts, director or even middle management folks to understand what they saw as some of the gaps. We learned a lot about data quality. So concerns that if we're looking at a number in a stat meeting, couldn't always trust what that number was. There's Mm -hmm. question marks around it. One party might be getting one number and another might be getting a different number. That was one thread that we heard. Another was just general improvement around data literacy. Yeah, we have some concentrated knowledge maybe in the mayor's office and at higher levels of city government and our agencies, but there was a lot of room for improvement. If our frontline workers, even our kind of middle managers are armed with more tools, that rising Kai kind of lifts all ships. That's kind of what we learned through that listening tour was identifying some of these gaps and trying to think about how an academy might start to address them.
0: So you mentioned the first two courses that launched earlier this year. What's the response been? What have you seen so far in terms of uptake and anything coming out of this?
1: Yeah. The high-level numbers since February when we launched it, we've had over 500 course enrollments over the two initial courses and about 200 course completions. Tremendous positive feedback through some of the survey results. We've seen a lot of folks mentioning things like, now I get why entering data correctly is so important. Mm. You can kind of see that logic model that we stand to gain in terms of data quality and our ability to measure what's going on when we have this well-educated staff that know why it's important to to enter data properly. So really positive feedback, really good numbers. So now we're looking forward to launching additional courses.
0: That was going to be my next question (laughs) is, what's happening now? What are we looking towards?
1: Yeah, so we've been working on three new courses leading with data. So Mm -hmm. this course is about really geared towards either middle managers, even director level, or anyone in the city. It doesn't matter, you know, title, leadership. So it's about when you see data, how to ask questions, how to frame questions such that they can be answered by data in the first place. So really excited about that. The other two are around, one is data stewardship. Mm -hmm. When I came into the chief data officer role, Center for Government Excellence really helped create the city's framework for data governance. It's time that we kind of circle back and offer up more structured training for our data stewards who are in city agencies and who are responsible for their agency's data. So we're excited to be launching that around data stewardship. The third course is around performance management. So again, it's a practice that the city of Baltimore has had around for 20 years or more. Uh, the Center for Government Excellence, obviously a, a really a leader in, in the best practices around that kind of work. It's a good moment to kind of double down and make sure we're using modern best practices around performance management Again, it can't just be the mayor's office that's measuring performance and holding folks accountable. Some of our agencies are already doing that work of their own volition internally, but we want to make sure that we're supporting that work even further. The mayor's office, you know, in addition to our city stat model, we're also adding on uh, agency performance plans. So mm. I see this as kind of the yin and yang of performance management, that we have stat doing these what are now kind of issue based. Deep dives into our performance around a particular topic, so something like clean stat, where we're doing deep dives and analysis around keeping the, the city clean. So if that's the yin, the yang is are these agency performance plans, which are more the broad performance metrics that we maybe touch on every six months with with an agency to ensure that they're the broad set of city services that they have to offer, even if they aren't being focused on by a stat meeting or the mayor's office. That they're meeting their performance standards across the full range of, of city services. Mm. So given that that's a current initiative, again, it was a good moment to push out modern best practices and knowledge around performance management to our city agencies to kind of prepare them and get them ready for adding on this new version of performance management for us.
0: So you mentioned that we have a little over 500 people so far who have signed up for these courses. I'm curious to hear If they have any kind of an incentive to participate or how they're finding their way here. And then also a little bit about if you could contextualize those numbers in terms of the size of the city workforce overall.
1: Sure. Yeah. Take the second part first. We have about 14,000 city employees and that 500 number that could be folks who signed up for both courses or just one course. But yeah, so 14,000 total city employees. As far as incentives go, this is something I think we recognize right off the bat and why we talked about it being integrating with the city's learning platform is to ensure that, you know, there's plenty of online content around data that mm. either, like I mentioned, our data analysts or our data scientists are probably continuously going to Coursera or to Udemy and signing up for courses that's going to teach them the next tool or how to code and that sort of thing. But for our frontline workers who aren't sitting at a desk every day, who are out in the field working 10, 12-hour shifts maybe, that simply doesn't cut it. We can't just direct people to free online courses that are out there and expect them to go complete it. So that's why it was important that they receive kind of official credit on their employee transcript, because it signals to managers that the city takes this seriously and that that we see this as a you know one step in someone possibly making the case for promotion or a raise in the same way that any of the other courses can do. So that was the incentive that we felt really strongly about, was at least making sure that that the managers have visibility into the fact that their employees are getting these officially sanctioned course completions.
0: Great. And what kind of uptake have you seen in terms of, are you reaching the folks that you want to be reaching as you're describing with those frontline workers? What kind of spread across folks from different agencies or departments?
1: That's a great question. So in, in terms of enrollment, you know, those those 500 enrollments really were across just about every major city agency, police, fire, our health department, Department of General Services, Public Works. I think we've probably to date had at least 15 agencies represented in that enrollment. So it really demonstrates that, you know, what we're offering in the academy can really appeal to workers across across the organization.
0: That's excellent. And that's just been really word of mouth and, and email traffic at this point.
1: Yeah, we have a kind of a, a monthly email blast that goes out to remind folks to to go and sign up. We'll be doing further promotion once we have the the you know additional three courses that launch. Um yes, there's some some word of mouth promotion that happens. Um, but yeah, it all comes down to even just kind of what communications we're we're able to to kind of promote at the time. There's also just kind of the the happenstance of folks who might be on the workday learning site looking for other courses and who maybe stumbled into uh, the Data Academy courses. So it it comes from all directions for sure.
0: Excellent. Great. I want to ask, just tracking back for a second to one of the things you mentioned, just in case we have anyone who's less familiar with it. You mentioned there's a course for data stewards. What is a data steward?
1: (laughs) Great question. I guess I should have described that earlier. Developing our, our city's kind of approach to data governance, and really this is kind of a core feature of data governance, no matter what organization you're talking about, but you need to have representatives of whether it's a business unit or an agency or even a particular bureau or a department within a, a city agency who is at least familiar with a range of the data that their agency works with or is for our larger agencies, at least knows the right people to go talk to for certain types of data who can help implement data governance policies. That might be an initiative to improve data quality for a certain data set. That could be implementing certain policies or procedures around restricted or sensitive data. It could mean things like a data inventory and reporting out what data your agency is collecting. But those data stewards are really the, the linchpin for, for data governance because in such a large organization, you need to have people who subject matter experts around not just the data from a technical perspective, but who also can maybe speak to the business processes and what are the things that an agency actually does hmm. that generate some of the data.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for that. So you've got, you mentioned over 500 people who've enrolled in these first two courses. There's three more that are launching imminently let's just take a look into the future for a little bit. And what would you like to see come out of this? If you could imagine kind of the most ideal outcome, let's say we have a couple thousand city employees trained in data practices relevant to their roles. How would that change the work of the city?
1: So I think looking into the future, I think what the Data Academy can do for us is one, obviously, from a basic perspective is around just government operations and efficiency that You can see a theory of change there where if people know how to interpret data, they can make better decisions. And that even includes folks like our frontline worker. So if we're pushing out data to them about nearby illegal dumping issues, if they get the right information and can contextualize it, can interpret while they're in the field, that they can make a better, more efficient decision about, should I go and address this problem now? Is this a long-term problem that I need to bring back and highlight so we can make a stronger intervention on something? Second, I would say, is around equity. It is really difficult to understand whether we're making progress in delivering equitable services without even just basic data literacy. They really go hand in hand. So I can't imagine us really improving equitable service delivery and really resolving some of the deep-seated inequities in our city unless we have data literacy built throughout the organization. The last area, I would say, is around both data ethics and starting to think about the implications of AI, because it is here. Yeah. In fact, even six months ago, when I was saying that, data, that AI is here and we ought to start addressing it, that was even before ChatGPT had <laughs> launched, and now that that's here, not a day goes by when I don't see some kind of headline around generative AI. We need to prepare our workforce, not just to be cautious of it, aware of it, be prepared to anticipate potential harms that it can do, but also to take advantage of it. Just a couple of weeks ago, the city of Boston put out a citywide memo to their staff encouraging, setting out some guidelines for usage, but encouraging people to try out ChatGPT and other generative AI and exploring the ways in which it might improve their workflows and make Mm. their their work a little bit easier. It's imperative that we have some kind of basic data literacy and that we're, we're improving our leadership skills and our data stewardship and all of these things that our courses are starting to address those are all like critical components of preparing the organization to take advantage of what AI has to offer but also be prepared for any harm that some of those tools can cause. So those are just a few of the ways I think the data academy and really intentional trainings around data are kind of preparing the organization for what's next.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for for getting into that. Sure. So this is obviously a really really exciting program and I'm sure a huge undertaking to get off its feet and get to the point even where you are. And we're excited to continue to follow along with you as we see uh, how it grows and, and what comes of it. But I'm curious what advice you might have for anyone else in a position like yours or in other cities or other institutions that might be considering doing something like this. Tips and tricks, where do we start?
1: The safe bet is always to sit and plan and try to be you know, as methodical as possible. But there's no wrong place to start in terms of data training, in my opinion. You know, years ago, we did kind of a one off training in R for city employees. Mm-hmm. We had maybe 20 or 30 people show up on Friday afternoons for, you know, a series of three or four Fridays just to get them familiar with. It. And these are folks who might not have ever, mm-hmm. like, even used code before to show them what's possible with R and how, how to learn to, to program. So it doesn't always have to be the formal program. It certainly helps to have that formal program, especially for the folks who, again, might need that incentive to build towards a promotion or towards a raise because otherwise, you know, you can't ask people to be doing these things for for free necessarily. People have jobs and lives and you want to come and support them, but at the same time, they're doing this as part of their jobs and their careers and we need to be able to demonstrate our support for that. And so... Yeah, there's, I think there's any variety of ways you can get started. But if you're a data expert and if you're in a seat of authority or of power, there's no wrong place to get started.
0: Great. So as we're looking toward the future of initiatives like this, I'm also curious to hear, have you heard about any other cities that might be interested in doing something similar or learning from this? And any suggestions you might have to folks who want to replicate this kind of work?
1: Sure. So first of all, just to say like, I don't think we were the first (laughs) to come out with a a data academy. We took a lot of inspiration, in fact, from folks like San Francisco. Again, like some of their course content was geared towards more like the data analysts and scientists folks. And so we were trying to figure out what the next iteration and what makes sense for Baltimore. But yeah, plenty of cities have these kinds of data or technology training programs for city staff, even more broadly about business process improvement, Peak Academy. And Colorado is another prominent example of training programs that help city workforces really improve their operations. So we're definitely not the first. I think we're kind of in the middle of a line of city training programs and investments in workforce. I think in around the same time we were launching Baltimore Data Academy, in fact, the state of California also was launching a new data academy. It was the same person who launched the San Francisco one, Joey Bonaguro, who is kind of a rock star of the chief data officer world. Um, (laughs) But she similarly, once she got to the state of California, I think she similarly was focusing the program around broader data literacy and had a broader audience in mind than just the data analysts and the data scientists of the world. So yeah, there was a long line before us. There are others already working on similar approaches. And I've had folks reach out from various cities already saying like, really interested in what you're doing in Baltimore and how can we get started so it's both humbling and and yeah we just appreciate the opportunity to show what what Baltimore can do and put another option on the table
0: great well we're so excited to have gotten to be a part of this journey and really really looking forward to getting to continue to follow it and see all of the developments as things continue to move forward so i want to thank you so much for being here today and talking to us about it And if you would like to learn more about the Baltimore Data Academy or any of the work here at the Center for Government Excellence, you can find us at edu, where you can link out to other information on the Baltimore Data Academy and other data initiatives.